my Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty My comfort, my shelter, the tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath and all that I am never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. Sing for joy at the work of your hands. Forever I love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. So that was Shouts to the Lord, the song by Hillsong Worship. It's a very old song in the 90s, I think, when it came out. And I can remember leading when I used to be a worship leader in those days in my local church many years ago. Um, I can remember how, the, you know, whenever I led worship, I would always put that song in, in the set. And I would, you know, God, the Holy Spirit would just come down, really. And it was so great and mighty. And what is lovely about that song is, you know, it's, it's, it starts off with a song of worship. It just goes straight to Jesus, my Jesus, my Savior. Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. You know, I love when I see or listen to Christian worship or prayers that focus on who God is and not, you know, and not what he can give to us. And and I, I continue to say this. And I say this because I have needs. I mean, I'm I don't want to sound like some spiritual person who is who is um you know one you know one spiritual wannabe who is trying to like I'm trying to pretend like I'm so holy. I have needs. I ask God for things, you know what I have financial needs, you know. But I'm like I just don't see God as the place where you go for financial needs primarily because these are things that people, the devil, you know, other things can give you. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean we shouldn't ask God. But what I'm saying is that I just, just like in the same way how, and maybe it's because I just don't like transactional things. If I had a friend or I had a, in fact, some relationships I have, once I discovered that it's transactional, in other words, you're with me because of what you're going to get from me, it changes the way I relate to you. It just changes everything for me. 
you know particularly if you're a very close relationship if you're family or you know what because there's also something about transactional relationships is it's 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 very exploitative it's very i i am only here because of what i can get and i don't really think that that is the kind of worship that god is looking for i don't think those you know the book of john chapter 4 verse 24 tells us that jesus was actually telling us you know this was reported in the book of john that god seeks people that worship him in spirit and, and in truth i don't think that includes people who are with god because of what they can get i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so at all i don't think so at all and i don't think god is looking for people that are that want to worship him he says in spirit and in truth you know what it means when people say for instance oh she really loves um her husband or her husband really loves her what they're saying is that for better for worse in high or low waters this man it's an unconditional love it's not because of what he's going to get from her even if she treats him badly you know he just loves her he loves her he's committed to her even if it's going to hurt him he's always going, going to want the best for her and you know I think that's what real love is, you know. So, this worship song, Shout to the Lord, um, it, it, it just worships God as the creator. It says, all my days I want to praise you, the wonders of your mighty love, my comfort, my shelter. Yeah, that's, you know, and I understand all this. It says, my, the tower of refuge and strength. Honestly, one thing I would say about God is, you know, in those days when, when you had towers, towers were a place where you could run to for safety. In fact, most of the towers, like Tower of London or whatever, the, the towers were meant to keep people away. Although, I mean, they used to lock people in, I know that. But the point is all that is a, is, a, is a place where it's a hiding place. It's a place where people can't get out. It's controlled. It's secure. Aha, that's the thing. A tower is secure. You can't, it's not easy to break into a tower. Anything that you, anyone that hides there, you know you're you're safe as much as i mean you know that sort of thing so when he says he's a tower of refuge and is a tower of strength you know what in other words he's saying it's not just a tower it's not a tower that imprisons people it's not a tower that is there to punish or lock people away like some of the worldly earthly towers we've seen in medieval times but that is a tower of refuge and a tower of strength in other words the lord the name of the lord is a place that we can run into and we will be safe and it says, let every breath, all that I am, let, let, let it never cease to worship you. It's a prayer because I know sometimes situations can come. And you know, the, 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 this, I like this kind of song because it's a prayer. It, you know, elements of it, it's worship, but it's also a prayer. When it says, let every breath, let all that I am, never cease to worship you. It's a vow. It's a commitment. It's also asking God to help me. I'm, in singing this song, I'm asking God to help me so that I will never stop worshiping him. Because it's possible, you know, there are things that happen even in your life that just make you feel like you should stop worshiping God. In fact, it not even makes you unable to worship God. I've been there, I know. You know, you're just so overwhelmed by things and, you know. So he says, let every breath, all that I am, I, sh I must never cease to worship you. He says, shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing power and majesty praise to the king mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name i sing for joy at the work of your hands forever i love you forever i'll stand nothing compares to the promise i have in you i sing for joy at the work of your hands forever i'll love you so you know there is no one like jesus i i 
there are many things I could have spoken about today, but I I just I actually sang about two or three songs before I recorded this. But I just wanna I just want to encourage us all to just hide ourselves in God. You know, whatever it is you may be going through or whatever is happening in your life. Right now I can say for the first time in my life that God is the most important person in my life. Jesus is the most important person in my life. The Holy Spirit is the most important person in my life. And I don't think and I think it will be true. And for a very long time in my life that wasn't the case. Even though I would say so, but there were other people that are were more important that I felt were more important. And you know, now I, I, I have the order of the priority of things. I think a bit better now. God is greater than everything. Jesus is greater. The Holy Spirit is greater because He know He knows the end and the beginning. He's the source of all life. Everything that we are, even people who don't know Him, we're all benefiting. We're all part of the life. We're we're we're, we're being sustained by the life that He created. The Bible says, "In Him was life, and that life is the light of men." The reason why I can quote that scripture with a sense of conviction. Is because I, 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 I was in a very dark place and the Lord brought me out by his word. He brought me out by his word. John chapter 1 talks about everything about who God is, how he was in the beginning, how he created all things, how he sent his son Jesus. I would encourage you to read John chapter 1 again. So that when we are worshipping God, we know the God that we are worshipping. Because, I mean, there are many gods on the earth that people worship. But the God that we are worshipping is the one who was in the beginning. Before all things were created. Because all the other small gods that are being worshipped by people are gods created from things that were created. Either God of iron, thunder, water, whatever it is that people worship. They are all idols based on God's creation. But the most high God... Nobody created him. He was there at the beginning. It also says that before everything was created, he was there. And there was nothing that was created that was created outside of him. So there is no creation. There is no existence outside of God's creation. Creation started when God started to create. There is nothing created that was created outside of God's creation. (laughs) And even though the Bible only tells us in detail about the creation of man and this our earth, it is clear that there was a creation that pre-existed that that's the celestial beings and all of that that we the angels and all that that we see you know and everything so there was the, there's another creation maybe they have their own bible you know i don't know you know that details that history for them but we do see that there's reference to the fact that they were created because in ezekiel 28 we see where um the prophet ezekiel was talking about um it was actually he was talking about the devil actually but he, he didn't he wasn't called that he just said you were perfect in all your ways um, it says whatever on the day you were created this and that happened and it was talking about an angelic being it was clear so we know that the angels are created as well and uh, but they were definitely created before the man human form was created so everything that is created that we see both the conscious the subconscious the visible the invisible the thrones all things were created by him and he's described as the light of man. I think I'll read that John chapter 1 because I, I think sometimes it helps when we have a visual image of the God that we worship. But I think it's even more powerful when we have a revelation. 
I went through a very difficult time. I keep referring to it and I will continue to refer to it because it was a defining moment in my life. And, you know, some people, you may be listening to this for the first time. How did I start this podcast? It, it, we started it off in pain. We started it off in, 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 in darkness, in the deepest darkness of my life. And God sent me back to, to, to his word to find out who he was. And, and, and I didn't even know, I, I didn't even know I was in a tunnel. I just knew that I needed help. And months and months and months of studying the Bible, talking to the Lord, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. The Lord started dealing with me, showing me what was wrong inside of me, changing my perspective, using his word to comfort me, to strengthen me, to heal me, to direct me, told me things to do, gave me wisdom for the day. The entire story is on this podcast. 2020, 2021 were the days of pain. You can feel the pain. And if you just scroll all the way down, thank God all the recordings are dated. You can get a sense of it. It started in June 2020. One of the best decisions of my adult life and of my Christian life. And here we go. Even when I listen to some of the old recordings, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is what was going on then. But the Lord, it's, it's a journey of... It's a, it's a journey of faith, life, and love. Faith in Jesus, life in Christ, and the love of God. So when he says, all of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. Yes, I have tasted, experienced, and encountered the love of God. Through pain, through darkness, through despair, through horror. But now that, you know, God has brought, taken us through the tunnel, I am grateful for the experience. Oh, Lord, I, I can't, it even, my heart even aches to be able to say it, but I am grateful because a lot of things came up. There was a lot in my life that I, that needed, that was wrong. There was a lot in my life that was bad for me that I didn't know. There was a, there were a lot of influences in my life that were, they were wrong. I don't want to use the word evil, but that's actually what they were. And I had no clue. The Bible tells us that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called even according to his purpose. So even though God did not plan those evil experiences for me, he used the situation to reveal a lot in my life and to turn my attention back to him. It's a defining moment. I will never be the same again. In many ways, I feel like I've been born again again because it's almost like I, my spiritual life resets back to zero. So I'm having the opportunity to now live my Christian life afresh. It's actually a rededication. Now I, I'm just realizing that what happened two years ago was a process of rededication to God and reconsecration. So I think it's important for me to make sure God helping me that I do not go back to where I was coming from. And that is a very, very, hmm, that's a temptation and a trial that I should be very mindful of because you know how they, what they talk about old habits, they die hard. So when you are used to operating in a particular way, and every now and then I find it happening, you know, I attend meetings, I say certain things. The old man is still there, you know. I'm still, I'm, I'm work in progress. I am not finished work at all. I'm very far from finished work. I'm not even <laughs> close to finished work. 
but all I know is that at least what God is, I, for the first time in my life, I feel like, I feel like God is in control, more in control than he's ever been. I feel like I am on the right path. I feel like I am listening to God. I feel like I am more likely to hear him now. I'm more likely to do the things that are pleasing in his sight. I am more likely to fulfill God's purpose for my life. For the first time in my life, 50 odd years, I, I, I feel that way. I've never felt that way before. I've wanted that feeling, but I've never had it. So I'll just leave it. And, and if you're like me, I think for me, it's, it's so important to, be, to live a life of purpose and impact. I think impact is good, but for me, purpose is so much more stronger. I like impact, and I think I've always lived a life of impact. I think I've always been impactful, you know, to people for a very long time. But I haven't felt like I was working in God's purpose for my life. I haven't felt that. So I always felt dissatisfied, even though people felt, you know, it, it looked as if I was successful because that I was, you know, I people, I mean, there were people felt impacted by my, my presence in situations and places always felt impactful for the places and the spaces where I was, but I, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling God's purpose at all. I didn't even feel like I was living a purposeful life. I didn't feel it. I just didn't feel like it. But now, yeah, now I do. I feel like, not just feeling, I know that I am fulfilling purpose, the purpose of God, and that it's, we're not even, it's not fulfilled, but I am on the path I am actively on the path of fulfilling, fulfilling God's purpose. And it's a wonderful feeling. So I'm not struggling to do anything. And I, oh yeah, that's it. I'm not struggling. I'm just flowing. I, the passion is there. The zeal is there. The strength is there. Everything is just falling into place. I'm very impactful. Doing a lot of things. But with very little stress. Because... God is, I am walking in God's purpose. So I am literally doing what he tells me to do, what he has graced me to do, what he has provided opportunity to do, what he's, you know, as in, I'm not swimming against the tide. The tide is, you know, I'm surfing on the waves. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, I'll call this shout to the Lord, you know, just, um, but yeah. I, this, the core of the message is that nothing compares to the promise that I have in Jesus and that let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship him. Power and majesty praise to the king. Nothing compares to the promise that I have in him. I will sing for joy at the work of his hands. Forever I will love him and forever I will stand. Hallelujah. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.